numbers. Dude, and one thing that I really am adamant on like social media is like everyone wants, everyone posts about like training and serious and trying hard and having heart. Yeah. And I like, I have so much refused to do that because I think social media should be for like funny. Like it should be funny, you know? And I think there's actually a lot of funny stuff on social media. I always think about this, like, dude, before social media came out, what were these people walking around with like these memes in their brains and they just couldn't get it out and then memes became a <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't know what they and did. And they're just like, they're like, oh, finally. What? Unleashed with the Dingo and Danny, fueled by Monster Energy. Turn your phone off? It's like when you're in the movies and you forget to turn your phone off and it just starts ringing in the middle oh, of it. Oh, it's so embarrassing. We, we were at, um, what was the... Uh, the reverend, the, the, the reverend, reverend. You're talking about Leo, Leo. So it was around my 30th birthday. The, the, he's a good looking guy, but this is not Leonardo DiCaprio. Dingo. No, 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 listen, whoa, to, whoa. Listen, to, listen, listen to the fucking story here, Dan. Okay. The story goes that we're talking about phones and movie theaters. Yeah. My dad, we're at the movie theater watching the reverend. Mm -hmm. My dad answers the phone and is like having a full conversation <laughs> in LA, having a conversation in the movie, in the wall, yeah. talking to Australia, like talking to some dude, like Airbnb in the house. Like, oh yeah, mate, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> and not just like, no, I'm in the movie theater, just kept going. I'm like, mom, like, what is he doing? And he's like a big, like buff, yeah. like no one's gonna tell him not to. <laughs> That's Full conversation awesome. for like five minutes. Didn't give a, yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> Dude, I got set up one time in a movie theater and the guy actually had dropped his phone and left the movie before and he was trying to call his phone to find it like five times. It's just going off right under me. And I was like, everyone's looking at me I'm like, this is not me. And I just find this phone and like turn it off. I was like, hello? Sound just keeps going off. I'm like, I got it. I'll be out in like an hour. Dude, right now I lose phones so much though right now. For, well, not right now, but like forever. But like now I'm on like my third iCloud. I have to text everyone, don't know their numbers and stuff. But you seem like a guy that loses a lot of phones. Dude, I just set them down somewhere and then I just walk away all the time. But you know, it's the coolest thing. A, it's awesome that you're now officially on Monster Energy. Yep. Because I've always felt like you should have been on mm -hmm. Monster Energy. Like, yeah, yeah. You're like the coolest guy in yeah. Supercross, always have been, even when you were. A rock star guy, yeah. I would always like root for you because I'm like, mm. it's cool. Yeah. You're like a skateboarder. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I can't skateboard very no, well. No, but you kind of have the yeah. vibe of like, I don't yeah, get, yeah. like, Axel Hodges has a similar yeah. vibe of mm -hmm. like, he kind of rolls and yeah. has a different vibe mm -hmm. and isn't, you know, yeah. like, the first time I met you, you had like this shitty truck and and was in florida and yeah. it's like you just don't you don't care it was like, like nascar or something yeah and you were yeah. like it was yeah yeah <laughs> oh, dude, it was pretty fun though because like i say like that i went to nascar because uh austin invited me and dude honestly all my homies work for monster yeah you know like austin and all them and he was like yo come to come to uh nascar and i was like oh, it's thursday night i gotta catch a flight to supercross and i was like Sounds fun. So I like I, I went there hung out, the first time I met you, hang out with you guys. Oh man, I woke up that next morning, missed flights, barely got on the plane to get to my autograph signing, but we had fun. So you got rid of your place in Florida? Yeah, so I don't have my place in Florida right now. So I live between Laguna and New Mexico. Yep. So I have a piece of property in New Mexico. So I have my house there and then a track and everything there. And so, you were born you were born in yeah, New Mexico. Yeah. So I was born in New Mexico and then like when now like my parents never left. When I was like when I went pro, they were just like, yo, like let me do my own thing and stuff like that. And they stayed there and they they worked. My mom's a teacher and my dad works on the railroad. Still to this day, you know. So they're just kind of just doing their thing. And then um I was like, Man, I kinda miss home. You know, like when you're born on the West Coast, you kinda love the West Coast, you know? And I spent seven years in Florida and I'm like kinda over it a little bit. So, um, and Cowie's cool with it. Monster's cool with it. So I'm like, I'm just out here kind of doing my thing. And then in the summer, I'll probably go home to New Mexico and do my thing out there. Yeah. yeah. And when did you start racing out there? Uh, I mean, I started racing when I was like maybe seven years old. And then, but the thing is, is like when I was growing up, I always stayed at home in New Mexico. And all these guys, they always have these training facilities that they go to, you know, like when they're like nine years old. And my dad just kept telling me like, nah, dude, like, we don't be just stay at home just do your thing like winters i didn't really ride in the winters because we had snow you know but to this point like i'm kind of pumped that he did it like that because i'm not like burnt out or anything like that and still enjoying myself and kind of carrying it on like that because you're 28 28 yeah 28, which is crazy because a mm -hmm. lot of people in your profession are done by now around 28 yeah. is the time they retire <laughs> yeah 
it's crazy and it sucks though because people always think that they're like and for me like i want to keep a job i want to keep racing i want to do my thing and i don't see the end in sight because like dude what else am i going to do you know like i really i'm going to retire and then i'm going to figure out something else to do with my time when i can just keep racing and doing what i like so that's what i'm doing because that what it, it seems like in especially your guys's line of work that it it's very you guys get burnt out at a young age very yeah. quickly mm-hmm. and and i think that's like a big reason why i wanted to start like living in new mexico and and kind of taking it back to my roots a little bit but just dude i'm still enjoying myself and if i can do it around you know like hanging out with my family like at home and then being out here you know i love california so um yeah that's kind of what i'm doing you know and then um it's just uh it's been cool and then honestly like working with monster and then working with cowie it's like a breath of fresh air for me so it's like a little bit of change of scenery gives you like you know that second wind a little bit so that's kind of where i'm at right now that's cool refill in the tank yeah that's That's, important that second wind's good yeah Yeah, and it it takes like something within inside you or a change of like (sighs) dude you know just a small little thing in your circle Mm -hmm. to really realize like shit I have a dream job. I'm yeah. fucking really good at this. Dude, I love it. I don't need to walk away or yeah. find something else right away. Exactly, exactly. And I think, dude, a lot of this shit, like just life in general is just mental. You know what I'm saying? So if you can just keep yourself fresh and stuff like that and enjoying it, I think that's the biggest key more so than even training sometimes, you know? It really is. Yeah. Like, I'm like that's like finger on the trigger right there. Yeah. Mental, it's everything. Dude, you could show up to the race and be the fittest guy and fastest guy, but you show up to the race and you're just like, don't even really want to be there and you're like you're not gonna perform as good you know so like for me i'm like as long as i'm enjoying myself i feel like i'll be the best me you know as old as i hopefully i'll be like i don't know if i'm gonna go like chad reed years but like i would like to keep racing <laughs> how, you know? how old is chad i think he was into his he did he did 17 full seasons i think oh wow yeah and like i just finished my 12th so I mean, you're, five you're years up. is, yeah, but you know what? Like, it's 33 crazy. ain't that, you're good. But you yeah. know, like, there's no shame in that because I feel like you guys put so much time into, like, yeah. what is, you know, this world of motocross where, mm-hmm. like, your fans are diehard and they want to keep watching you race. Exactly. They don't really want to watch, like, the next young maybe kid who's yeah. going to be really good. They mm-hmm. want to see, like, their people freaking battle it out. Exactly, yeah. So, like... Yeah, for me, like, I want to stay out there, but at the same time, I want to be competitive. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be just circulating, but at the same time, I feel like if I stay out there, like, personally, like, selfishly, I enjoy it, you know? And then also, you know, for the fans, there's not many people that stay long anymore. You know, like, RV was in and out. And I honestly think if, if RV, you know, maybe he didn't win into his later years, but if he was still out there, people would be so stoked. Oh, yeah. You know, like, even, dude, if the dude is getting fifth, yeah, you know, they would be like, yo, our, we're coming to see RV. You know, we support him. So that's like, I don't want to be getting fifth, trust me. But like, I want to be out there and I want to, you know, try and keep it um, a little bit longer than, you know, most people do. Plus, luckily, I'm not forcing myself to do that because I'm enjoying it. Right. Because so, yeah. he, he, he sat right there and was telling us if he didn't win, he wasn't happy. He was only out there to win. You get in that mindset, too. And it's it's a tough one to get out of, though, because, dude, to be honest, at the end of the day, we race dirt bikes and for us to be as fast as we are we all got egos you know oh yeah so egos is what drive us to be you know i guess the best or whatever you know but it's tough so we were uh we were driving here and danny likes to d- do his research yeah. he's like so what's up with jason i said he's just like us he's like oh he hangs out hot chicks i was like yeah yeah <laughs> but, but, doing my research but, but, but he ended up he came across team fried yeah we bought some product we brought some merch on the way down. yeah i got Daniel, oh, you did? dude i bought dude, that's what we were doing right before here i had to go to the post office dude we were shipping all of our stuff out dude, dude you're gonna see my name it's going to colorado i got yeah. dingo's birthday present we yeah. went with the team fried bags like the little oh yeah because yeah, yeah. we figured like at race time it'd mm-hmm. be really cool to have team fried yeah sacks yeah mm-hmm. what do you put in your sack Oh, it depends on the time of the year, honestly. <laughs> how, how big is that sack? Because it's, it's hard just, to tell. It's just like it's like it's like a little like dude. It's like a little bum bag. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, uh, but I like that it wasn't a fanny pack. I was super yes, psyched on yeah. that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but right now, like me and my, it's okay. So right now, I live. It's um um my chick, uh my roommate Tom, and my roommate Matt. And dude, between us, like Matt draws and all does all the little cartoons and all the stuff like that. And then we're, dude, we're trying to figure out how to like even just do this because we want to do it on our own. So we're like buying t-shirts, trying to find printers, embroidery and stuff like that. But it's something that we think is cool and kind of funds the dream a little bit. It's not like we're making tons of money on it, but 
No, but it's also just like so cool to be able to like you're connecting with your fans yeah. way more mm-hmm. than them just yeah. collecting, you know, a, a sticker with your number yeah. on it. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah. actually like mm-hmm. messing up this package. Yeah. You're going to misship them the wrong product. Dude. And you're going to have to call them and be like, sorry, man. They're going to be like, that's all right, dude. The toughest part is shipping to Australia right now. And the, dude, oh, I can honest, take it back on Monday if you need me. Take it to Australia. <laughs> we'll send you with like yeah. a bunch of just big bags full of stuff. <laughs> But uh, dude, it's it's actually kind of funny because like me me and Matt were talking about it and we we're like, dude, our fans are like on our thing are pretty cool because if we mess it up, they're like, oh, it's all good. Yeah, you know, they're kind of like they don't they're not expecting the best yeah. service. Yeah, no, <laughs> a repeating no. service. Yeah. Back in the day, we had grenade gloves yeah. in the first boxes we used to send. We would put like empty beer cans and forties yeah. in the packages we sent yeah. out. I do. That's what we do. Like Matt always, we have these little cards and Matt draws like a little cartoon for each person. Probably not right now because dude, we've been doing like get had a bunch of yeah, like orders. holiday yeah it's just busy and trying to keep up right yeah but dude i remember you guys as grenade gloves and you guys made gear for a second mm-hmm. like maybe like oh eight mm-hmm. yeah you guys made some gear and stuff like that i remember seeing that on the on the line we dabbled not on yeah. the dark web on the it was i just 10 so percent yeah 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 i just found out <laughs> that the real internet's only 10 percent. there's a 90 yeah. percent that i've never heard of before yeah. it's on it blows my mind yeah um, I think you got to get a VPN to get on the dark web or something. Man, I don't, don't want to go yeah. anywhere. I don't want to go anywhere near the dark web. Some weird shit. I only see it on YouTube. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, what was the inspiration in like who's the whole crew in Team Fried? All right, so like you know like the saying like oh you're fried or like whatever. Yeah, yeah. So like dude, me, my buddy Matt and Tom. Like to be honest, we have like Team Fried, and it's like it was a way for us. And at first, we were just gonna make videos. My buddy Tom, he does really cool videos. Like we like Moto, and we like our music and stuff like that. And we thought it was something that was gonna be videos of Moto. We were kind of vloggy at first, but now we just kind of just do like little edits whenever we want to. But the biggest thing is we want to do the music we want to. We wanted to do something that's a direction that comes out of our brains and not a brand's brain. You know um and that's something that we wanted to do but we didn't we don't really want to get like make a bunch of money off it we just kind of want to do what we want to do because he's a filmer and he's constantly working for brands you know and it's like he gets told what to do and stuff like that so um freedom freedom yes but for me like dude i would love to make enough money and like when i retire i still want to go to the races but i want to have like maybe like dude there's a bunch of cool little filmers in this little moto world that are just at the track doing like little insta edits or like whatever and i would like to create just like an army of filmers and just like go to the outdoor races or supercrosses or whatever and just be like yo film what you want make an edit we'll throw it up but just better be cool you know and that's kind of like what i would like to do with it um and then just fund it with the clothes very cool i like that you Mm. um uh well we're investors i invested today (laughs) yeah so go out there and invest in this dream people team fried worldwide 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 worldwide. (laughs) so 2018 Mm -hmm. was the year you won ama supercross Mm -hmm. how was that year to be honest like i came into the season and i was like felt pretty good and then i just started like reeling off some wins and the next thing you know i was like had like a huge points gap and and um ended up being able to hold it on all the way to the end and it was like it was kind of a dream year for me um but when you're me and you're in a situation like that you're so tunnel vision you know so it sucks to say but you're not really able to appreciate everything that's going on because you just you have 17 rounds and you're just so like focused on like just making sure you're good making sure you're performing every weekend and um yeah you get to the end and it sucks to say but like sometimes you're maybe instead of being happy you're more relieved you know right you know just to like be able to to have that pressure lifted off of you a little bit and to be honest it's kind of like a it's a situation that i always dreamed to be in you know but when you're in it it's actually kind of gnarlier than you expect right you know well there's a target on your back there is there really is so that's that's kind of been like it was it was tough for me a little bit where how we were speaking earlier where did uh where did that trophy end up Oh, the trophy. I think I gave it to my team owner, but like, dude, to be honest right now, like you get the number one plate. I have no idea where the hell that number one plate is. <laughs> I know the trophy. I'm pretty sure it is my old uh, team owner, Bobby, Bobby Hewitt. And um, I have my jersey, like my number one jersey, but that's just in like a little duffel bag in a storage container. <laughs> right. So You guys are very similar. He's yeah. got like Olympic medals in a box. He yeah. lost the sign George Bosch. 
<laughs> I know that the bobblehead bobble one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. No, like, but like what you were saying, I think that's really cool to hear too, because it's like you're so focused in the moment yeah. out of it. And for me, being like a competitor who's retired yeah. now, I feel like I actually didn't appreciate some of like my higher escalades yeah. of, of competitions until I went back and watched other people competing in them. Yeah. And I was like a spectator Dude. where I was like, whoa, no pressure. And everyone's working so hard. Mm-hmm. And you're like, huh, I did that. Yeah. <laughs> they're like slaving away yeah. trying to get this freaking done. And you're like, wow, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like for like, me, dude, I'm 12 years into my career and I feel like I've been kind of tunnel vision all the way till now. And like right now I'm like trying to like look out the window a little bit to see, you know, what's going on and like what it's like, but still working hard and stuff. But you get to that age and luckily I'm still like racing and stuff like that, but I'm trying to appreciate it a little bit more because till now, like even like that championship stuff, like it was like, pfft, you're, when you're in it, you're in it, you know? Yeah, that's that's full throttle. It is, yeah. How stoked are you to be coming out, like, riding Team Cowie this year? Dude, you know, to be honest, it's really cool. Um, for me, I spent on the same team um, 12 years. So, uh, same, like, staff, same mechanics, same everything. And for me, it's, like, a big challenge for me. Um, more so just dealing with other people, you know, like I have to, um, I have a new mechanic, new team manager and all this stuff. So as I was kind of nervous going into it, you know, cause I was like, Ooh, like, what do they think of me? Like, how are they going to take me and stuff like that? But the transition has been really easy and I enjoy everyone over there. Um, so it's been pretty seamless and, and to be honest, like, I feel like, um, they're pretty stoked on me. I hope, you know, it seems like they are. So I'm just, uh, but it's off season right now. You know, you got to get to the races and perform, but, um, it's been, it's been enjoyable, but I will say when I first signed up for the whole deal, I was a little bit nervous just, you know, because like before, like the people I was with, dude, I could do basically just be me. And they kind of understood like if I fucked up a little bit or like did, you know, did something, you know, but now I'm like, Sit wondering how they're gonna take it, but they're cool with everything. So it's been pretty freaking easy, you know. Right, because like I'll run into him at like a phase clan party in Hollywood, like <laughs> he's just in the corner having fun. Oh, there he is, one of the nicest motocrosses in the world, like at, like the yeah. hottest body in LA. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I catch myself in random spots like that every once in a while. But <laughs> I feel like you and Niger are the two that like have slipped through the cracks, and it just can be anywhere at yeah. any time. And- I try and be a little bit more low key about it. I mean, you're definitely more low key than him. Yeah. The last party I saw you at was the same party that he. I looked over at one point and he had he had a a, a massage bed out and had his uh, trainer there and he was getting a massage. Yeah. In the middle of the party for the Olympics, so like why why trying to? Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot. Dude, like for me to be honest, like I like to. The, the good thing is, like my dad always told me, he's like work hard, play harder. So like I, I always like I'm, I'm always like working hard. You know, you know, I'll wake up in the morning, I'll do my workouts and everything. But at the same time, just for your brain, for your life, you got to live a little bit. You know, so I'm just trying to enjoy myself, and um, luckily I have uh, the opportunities to go do some fun, fun shit. But that's it. I feel like a lot of people in your in what. You, they don't do that and i feel like no. that's what they do no no they don't they don't no no and it's like I, i've noticed mm-hmm. that even from the beginning like i remember when i first started going to races mm-hmm. and like I, it was you know even like when it was when ryan and reed were teammates and like it was so serious and like they wouldn't talk to each other and then i was just looking and i was mm-hmm. like oh I, I never really knew and i was like oh these guys are like yeah i don't even being around freestyle motocross guys not oh totally seri- different not totally serious at all yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Right. And it was like this whole kind of like mind blown spirit experience Mm. because the world we had come from and it's just it was not like and you could see. And then once you get to know uh, these guys and seeing that they've been a part of this their whole life. Yeah. They've been racing since they were like babies almost. Yeah. You know, like like and and they've been so much pressure, so much pressure. Yeah. Their families, their coaches, their their, their teams, like there's just so much pressure on them. And now Mm -hmm. they're at the top of the leagues. It's like you fucking there to win and i feel like you know even like avi was saying he's like man like i went to all these cities like around the uh, around the world around america too but i never enjoyed them because i was just so serious about it where it's like i think you're a brush of fresh air and that's why i always like uh uh uh, you know was i I looked at you and was like i know he's cool yeah you know i Mm -hmm. I just knew it you know it's like he's having fun while he's you know in in the middle of this and yeah I, i will say like to maybe I've had sometimes fun to a fault, 
you know but but at the same time i feel like you have one life and you only like you i can't i'm not going to just give up i went through a point to where i wanted to be very like like that you know that's that is the um that's what they want you to be in our industry you know what i'm saying they want you to be focused and everything like that laser focus all the time and i just don't work that way you know and it it's something that i've like I came to the point and I was like, you know what? I'm, I don't want to give up either of them. I want to be a racer, but I want to enjoy my life, you know? So I was like, why can't I? So like right now I feel like I have a really good balance of that stuff. And it sucks because I know a lot of people I race with don't have that balance, you know, and compared to other sports. And I don't know, just from the outside looking in, like, say, snowboarding, skateboarding, I feel like there's a little bit more camaraderie, you know, between like the athletes and they get to have fun and stuff like that. And lucky enough, I've been able to, you know, have friends that I race with and stuff like that, you know, whether that I've been able to have fun with. But our sport is so serious, dude. You don't like, there's no one that really hangs out with each other. No one that goes out and like, dude, having a couple beers ain't gonna hurt you, yep. you know, every once in a while. I mean, sometimes you can have a little bit more fun, which is, you know, it's fun, but you gotta know when and when not to do that, you know? And uh, it's just tough, it's a, it's, a, it's a balance and it's something that I feel like I've been able to manage pretty well. But at the same time, no, no one's going to stop me from having fun if I want to have fun that night, you know? Do you think people look at you a little differently because of that in, in the sport? Dude, that's what I get nervous about. You know, like I work with Cowie and stuff like that now, and they're very serious. You know, it's a very like corporate company. And I was like, I, I hope they, they think they know that I am serious about what I do because I'm sure like they know that like, dude, in, 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 re in reality, like the amount of times I go out and stuff like that compared to a normal person is so much less, you know? But, uh, for me, I still want to be taken serious, you know, on a racing level. And I think that's one thing they've came to realize is like, yeah, I, I show up, I do my work, I try my hardest and I progress, you know? And, um, but then like when I want to go out and kind of not let loose a little bit, you know, I still can do that too, you know, and still kind of manage both of them. Number 21. Yeah. 21 that's that's how when did you when did you first start racing with 21 so i was number 312 growing up uh -huh. and i would like to keep 312 like when i was younger like into my pro stuff but you're not allowed to run a three digit when, when you race professionally and i earned the number 21 and i just thought it was a cool number you know i think that's a, a pretty solid number you know and um so 2013 was the first year i got it so i've been 21 since then and how old were you when you got that uh, I was maybe 19. That must have felt pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It was a sweet number, yeah. 21's a good number in this country, that's for sure. My yeah. 21st birthday was the best birthday I ever had. I've had some Dude. 21 bibs that I was pretty yeah. pumped on, too, competing. Dude, blackjack. Hell yeah. Get some beers. <laughs> but I think, like, one yeah. thing you were saying that's pretty cool with, like, personality, I think now with, like, more social media presence and yeah. stuff, within motocross you get to see and really identify with mm -hmm. the the riders yeah. more and to like you can't really fake a personality too yeah. much on instagram and social media so it's cool to like yeah. have that aspect and then not have to be but also be you know professional yeah, but. exactly um the tough part i think about social media now like me and uh, my friends always talk about it but we're like i love like the old like 2012 through 2015 era of like social media like when you'd actually just pull out the app and you'd, you'd take a picture from the app but now it's like i i try and do my best with it you know but um now it is honestly so so much marketing, you know? That's all it is. That's that's all it is, you know? So, and for us, we gotta like be, like manage that, you know, to, you know, so you, you know that you're conducting yourself properly and stuff yep. like that. But at the same time, I think social media is such a cool thing for fans to be able to have a look into what you are in mm -hmm. real life. So, um, but it's tough though, because at the end of the day, like sometimes if I post something, people will like be like, yo, you're not taking it serious or this and that. Yeah. You can't be and, funny. Yeah, exactly. You have to just yeah. say your seven words yeah. and thank your 15 sponsors. Dude. And one thing that I really am adamant on like social media is like everyone wants, everyone posts about like training and serious and trying hard and having heart. Yeah. And I like, I have so much refused to do that because I think social media should be for like funny like it should be funny you know and i think there's actually a lot of funny stuff on social media i always think about this like dude before social media came out 
what were these people walking around with like these memes in their brains and they just couldn't get it out and then memes became a <laughs> yeah i don't know it. what they and did and they're just like they're like oh finally yeah they're waiting like, to put this up there no, you, you <laughs> like call one of your friends and tell them this joke like okay imagine this guy yeah, yeah. and it mm-hmm. says this yeah so like now like dude social media lets you kind of be funny so that's what i i try and be you know kind of funny kind of serious you know what do you think what do you think happens when they're like able to able to uh figure out what we're thinking dude metaverse right you a, are you a crypto, <laughs> you crypto guy i mean i'm not like full crypto i'm a mean, little you dabble yes i'm a dabbler yeah. I don't, I don't like to say like, like, I don't like to talk about it too much because I just like some of those people like, they're like all getting crazy with it. But yeah, I do. I, I want to make some money, you know? Yeah, we all do. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, it's crazy. Cause it's like, right. Like the, the social media has it, 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 we can put a meme on there and laugh mm-hmm. about it. And we used to think about it in a head, right. But there was no place for it. And then everybody's like, what's the next social media? What's the next like platform or whatever mm-hmm. it is? And yeah. now it's finally happening, right? Oh, it's great. And it, it's like, like I, I was just reading yesterday that uh, Bill, Gates, Bill Gates is saying that in the next three years, most meetings will take place for companies worldwide in the meta. Yep. Nike just purchased $20 million worth of land in this place that's fake. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. And, and Elon Musk has also said that we're like going to be like, we're very soon we'll be able to read people's thought like we'll be able to like read your thoughts that's gonna be so cool well i mean yes and no <laughs> so many people are gonna yeah. lose their jobs though yes i will be hr's likely, pissed yeah HR. hr's pissed we're actually sitting in an hr office right now yeah. that's people yeah, watching why she's like all right let's keep a close eye on these guys we're starting to lose them a little bit dude but it's it is crazy and even like the nft stuff i don't understand how they're worth no so one much. Gets no one it. does no one understands dude, this world of NFTs. i sit around and watch banks and those guys and he sits on an old Long, I, and I'm still convinced he doesn't know what's going on. I watched on. a podcast and he said he's made ten million dollars this year. Ten oh, million dollars. Wow. Ten million dollars of NFTs. And I was like, I was like, I know. Like, yeah. What? Yeah. Ten million? I'm like, damn. Well, it's those guys like, are like kind of driving the market. Yeah. I was like, dude, throw me in. Like, get me in this group chat that you're talking about these <laughs> NFTs, dude. I want to make ten million dollars. You know, who hasn't made ten million dollars is tough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's negative five. Yeah. <laughs> But it's crazy yeah. how fast it's changed. Like that, the the the, uh, the the Oculus stuff and the way where Zuckerberg's trying to push all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But like Elon Musk and these people are in on it too. Yeah, you know, like Bill are. Gates. When you got Bill Gates saying, "Hey, this is going to be the way of meeting," yeah. you're like, "What?" Hey, when Elon <laughs> tweeted about Dogecoin, my my roommate, uh, Keaton, my friend Keaton, he's like, he's like, "Oh, I'm going to make money on Dogecoin." Bro, he lost like 1200 bucks. Like it went tanked right Tank. after and then he pulled out and it's just like, dude, it's so funny how they manipulate everything. You gotta leave it. You know what I mean? So I was yeah. just saying earlier, like you put yeah. in, you find the ones that you want to put into and just kind of leave it. And I know a guy that he, he, he started like investing in crypto nine years ago and said the first time they made money was last year. Yeah. Last year was the big boom. Yeah. You know, and it might not happen again for another couple of years. Yeah. But it's everyone's investing in the way that like I, I live downtown. Mm-hmm. So like my building looks into, I'm, I'm yeah. watching the last two days I've watched them pulling the signs off the roof for the Staples yeah. Center for it to be crypto. And you just went, went and UFC now, they're the title sponsor of UFC yeah. and they sponsor the- they sponsor, The Staples Center now. Yeah, it's the crypto.com yeah. arena. Yeah. But like for for me, like I, dude, I put my money in there and I just try and buy when it's low. And then I'm, dude, I'm gonna leave it in there until 10 years from now. That's it. You know, it's just, it's a long play. It's like one of those things Uh, where it's, it's, you've got the most powerful people in the world kind mm -hmm. of saying, hey, we're we're here, we're using it. It'll, it'll pay off eventually. But it's, it's, it's not one of those things. Hey, you're going to put 10 grand in today and then next week you're going to make a hundred. That's what people think. Yeah. But I will say like, even the NFT stuff is kind of cool too for us. Like me, Matt, he like draws all these cartoons, you know, and we have like our, our mascot for our uh, team fried is Friedzilla. So we always try and have like (laughs) Friedzilla, like all these like different characters of him. We have like, uh. We have like like where he's like a little hippie or like where he has like uh, Allen Iverson's jersey on and he's like a basketball guy. We want to make those in the NFTs. And uh, yeah, but it's kind of difficult because we like do trying to put them on like OpenSea, like all that stuff is like kind of confusing. Then I was talking to this other guy the other day and he's talking about 3D augment, or, uh, augmented reality NFTs. Oh, that, wow. It's like crazy, dude. Like when, <laughs> when, when he was talking, when he was talking, I was like, your brain's way better than mine. It's just crazy, though. Yeah. I mean, I grew up like 
with every kid's fantasy was like i'm gonna find a babe ruth card or some shit yeah you know? and like have like a million dollar card and now it's like people are putting i don't yeah. get it it's a card that lights up and it could be a million dollars I don't get it either, but if I can make them and then and if sell you them, lose your punk. phone, can you can like lose your crypto? Do you see one of the apes? See one of the apes? They sold it a couple 3K? days ago. Yeah, and they put it to sell it. It's three hundred worth three hundred k. Okay, and they sold it for three yeah, k, and then it, they they messed up and it got snatched up real quick for three k, and it was a three hundred thousand dollar ape. So and then he just went and resold it. He picked it, got picked up by some rando. Dude, that's like Whoa. when you're like on a night that, out and you're trying to Venmo someone for the drinks they uh, bought you and you're like 25, 250, oh, it was 25 bucks, two, not 250, like, <laughs> you know? Me and Austin, me and Austin had just yeah. been trying to exchange stuff through banking like for like a couple hundred bucks and it took me and him two days to like try and figure, figure it out. <laughs> dude, money's the worst. Like, dude. <laughs> Like, I'm not talking about like just money in general, like paying bills. I'm talking like you go out and you're like, someone's like has to Venmo you or has to cash app you or. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so difficult. I wish I just had like a barcode on my hand that was just like, that's yo, what's coming though. Bucks. Oh, yeah. That's what's you coming. Know? People are against it, but I'm like, ah, whatever. I, I Dude, I'm not who, yeah, like, who's the first guy to get like his Venmo barcode tattoo on his arm? Right? Because that's what you need, I, even I don't like with your NFTs. Like, if you're gonna NFT, like you should fucking barcode that. Because if you lose the code, you're done. Yeah. But what, how do you guys feel about like your friends who are always like, "No, you just pay for it, and I'll Venmo you all the time." And you're always like, "That's a trust level, dude." That is. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? You've got to like, read the room on that one. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And then like, because as soon as one person says that, everyone else mm -hmm. goes, yeah, "Yeah, I'll just Venmo you too." And you're like, "All right, cool. I'll yeah. just put everything on this card. Then these yeah. are my friends." Do you I guys just, have the ten percent rule in in motocross? What's that? Like if you win, see, you win ten percent goes. You have to put ten percent of your earnings to the bar that night. They don't go to the bar. <laughs> see, that's a good thing for motocross. You get to save that was, all hundred percent. That's a snowboard thing. That's actually kind of a cool thing. It's pretty yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, because if anyone saw you out that night, they're like, "Yo, ten percent." So when Eli won like the Monster Million, he was supposed to give us a hundred grand to spend that night. Yeah, yeah. You should have been like, yo, let's go to dinner, man. And then be like, I'll Venmo you. Yeah, right? <laughs> no, no, let's go to the strip club. <laughs> but yeah, it's, dude, the Venmo thing at dinner is terrible. I'm I'm cool with it, whatever, though. I don't have Venmo for that reason. <laughs> no, I just, I don't have it. Dude, it's a, it, it's a, that's a strong bed. call. It's a strong call, but I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not in the Venmo game. Dude, sometimes I could be Venmo rich and I could be Venmo poor within like a week. <laughs> I'll have like yeah. two grand in there. And the next thing you know, I have like 20 bucks and I'm like, where did it all go? Yeah, yeah. And you just see like burrito drink burrito or like whatever, you know, Chipotle, something like that. I don't know. Who, uh, who, uh, what's going to happen this season? Who's, who's, what's, it's a pretty stacked yeah. That lineup, huh? So the thing right now that's crazy about our series is usually you have guys that turn 28 and they're out of the, they retire, you know? And there's guys that are like me being one of them, Tomac being one of them, like, dude, still going. And then you have this new crop of kids coming in that are just hungry. So I think it makes the class talent level very even through 10 guys. You know, there's 10 guys that could win on any night you know, talent wise and stuff like that. There's going to be the guys who could race really well and stuff like that, but it's going to be crazy. I think it's going to be, you're not going to see anything like this and you're going to see it like this for at least a couple more years. But then once guys start retiring and stuff like that, you know, um, it's going to kind of go back to being a little bit smaller and then it's just going to do that little like, you know, just up and down, you know, as far as the field. But uh, dude, it's crazy. There's a lot of good guys right now. Like me, I feel like I'm riding good, but there's also 10 guys right now that feel like they're riding good. Yep. So you just got to be be a gamer, you know? You got to show up to the race and you got to be a gamer. Yeah. So. Who uh, who did you uh, look up to, like, uh, growing up? Uh, Wyndham. Kevin Wyndham. Uh -huh. I always thought K-Dub was sweet. Yeah. He Like, obviously, he didn't ever win a championship or anything, but he lasted a long time and he carried himself cool. He was always just, like, mellow and just uh, – he seemed like um, – he seemed like an approachable guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he was like that guy that um, never was like seemed too serious, but he always got the job done and seemed like yeah. he had fun. You're an approachable guy. Depends on the day. Some days. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a bad side? No, I'm, I'm Is that like a hungover you? I'm pretty good. No, I'm just hungry. <laughs> oh, it's hungry. Hungry when I'm like, hungover. I feel most like you're time. like that. <laughs> Yeah, I get hangry. You got to feed the baby. Yeah. Yep. I get hungry. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I love food. 
dude it's awesome that's what i was saying like i just moved to uh the living in temecula i moved to the other side of the hill and uh dude the food's so much better there over the other side of the hill yeah temecula food sucks oh it's i mean there's like some good restaurants and stuff but it's all chain food and stuff like mm-hmm. that now must- i'm get, getting to eat some of like the good the good stuff the upper oh. echelon style yeah, 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 you yeah. know some good like little bagel sandwiches on the way to work to the track and stuff like that what's the uh what's the mexican restaurant on the pch right there which one i got i'll see i'll give it to you fuck i forget the name of it in laguna yeah, it's in Laguna. Tacos Locos? Nah, nah, nah. It's like a high-end Mexican. Oh, South of Knicks. South of Knicks? Nah. Javier's? Javier's. Yeah. Javier's is fucking the bomb. Dude, it's so good. It's such a scene there. It is. <laughs> it is. It really is. It's kind of funny. You know what I love about a restaurant since COVID is like people have built like these like build-outs that are now going to stay forever. Javier's built in the parking lot a restaurant bigger than their restaurant. <laughs> and they just kept it. So they're doubled the <laughs> Dude, I was like, they're 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 coming in on. Is it like Maserati right there? They're like yeah. infringing on like their little parking lot. Dude, that parking lot thing is kind of cool though. Me and my me and my roommate, we always go there, and we're just like, we just like the people watch, dude. There's some cool stuff going on in Orange County. Cougar dot com. Yeah, so, uh, a lot of animal print. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of animal, a lot of animal print. print. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of a lot of animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dead animals. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Did you do you like? Because also too, it's like Temecula's very moto it really is everywhere yeah. you go you're like oh it's fucking robbie there's yeah. fucking twitch again Fuck yeah you, twitch you know mm-hmm. it's like it's Dude, very moto twitch twitch is king nine right now yeah he really is he's got dbk and everything it's cool though he's got his own little like uh he's got his like little army yeah you know yeah but uh yeah well, again it, he's a, he's he that guy should not have a business that makes money because he's got all of his he's done it so well and they're crushing it yeah and they have no idea what they're doing Dude, yeah <laughs> Do they really want wing it? Yeah, they're winging it. But it's kind of like they 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 were winging it. I feel, and it's turned into like a full, well-ran business, which is really cool. Yeah, you know. So it's uh, props on him. But yeah, like you said, Temecula is very like moto and stuff like that. But um, I think just living on the other side of the hill is kind of nicer for me right now. Just like being, you know, where I'm at and stuff like that. And I got my little crew that lives with me and. We're just trying to. We have little scooters to cruise down to get get some food and then hang out at home. Yeah, you don't you're, do too much. You're in a nice part of the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have a snowboard or anything? Yeah, uh, my dad used to be a ski instructor when I was little. And what's the mountain there in New Mexico? We have a bunch. We so. used to we used to sell product there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and well, New Mexico is beautiful, man. It's definitely- it really is like so like where I live, my home's in, at like eight thousand feet, and I live right next to. It's a small ski resort, but Sandia. Yep. Um. And then you got like the three up there, like Taos, Taos, that's the um, big one. Angel Fire, and then Red River. And my dad was a ski instructor at uh, Angel Fire. Yeah, but, yeah. Like I'm not really like allowed to snowboard, but like me and my and uh, my chick, we went up to Mammoth for Thanksgiving. Yep. You know, trying to get out as much as I can. Not not just cruising. Yeah, that's how I was on my snowboard. I really wasn't allowed to ride motorcycles. Yeah, right. It was like, you know what? I'm really good at hurting myself on my board, and I'm going to dedicate mm-hmm. myself to that. Yeah. Well, it's like one of those things where if you like fuck yourself up and you can't do your job because you would snowboard, yeah, you, you feel kind, you feel like an idiot. You know, whereas if you're riding a dirt bike and yeah. you broke something and you can, yeah, it's yeah. like the my dirt bike was at fifty. Yeah. <laughs> And don't, you crash, I feel like, more on the mini bikes Dude, they're than actually some harder of the bigger ones. So. I think we're just too big for them. Yeah. You yeah, know? I was way too big at this point. But, uh, <laughs> dude, when they're like little pit bikes and stuff, they're fun. Yeah. Like, dude, Axel has those cool little pit bike tracks that he has on the 110s and stuff like that. Maybe off-season I'll be able to go ride with him a little bit out there. But, like, dude, like I like to go snowboarding. Yeah, I still like to snowboard quite a bit as much as I can. You know, maybe that's two or three times a year. But, like, I got to keep it mellow. But then my, my chick is actually pretty good and i'm just trying to keep up with her now right. you that's know cool though. yeah it's cool how how is your body like have you had like bad injuries um yeah i mean i've had injuries um and honestly i think just getting older you know you just start feeling a, a couple things like my back is like a little bit a little bit messed up but it's it'll uh it's nothing crazy you know um and then other than that like a lot of our things too in moto are like we push ourselves so hard that we end up getting like sick, you know, like we end up getting like, dude, if you get mono, that could ruin your year, you know, if you get, you know, Epstein bar or something like that. So you kind of got to manage like doing too much and not doing enough. Is that you know? common? 
Uh, yeah, it's really common. To get mono or yeah. Epstein, really? So Epstein bar, there's like eight different types of Epstein bar, and like mono is one of them, you know. But mono is like the easiest one to like. It's like a layman's terms, you know, like to like to explain to people. But yeah, and then like you can't do anything during the week, and then you have to race on the weekends, and then you feel like it's not good on your dirt bike, but you got to do it because you can't really exert yourself too much during the week. Yeah. So that sucks to get in a spot like that. But um, yeah, there's that that's like the biggest things we have to avoid but for me just like kind of my back lower back but like it's something that i could get fixed in the off season and be good to go for next year you know right yeah yoga is a real thing huh dude you don't do yoga i mean i have stretching routines i do in the morning but dude there's some funny stuff that you can actually do to warm up i just go yoga youtube man yeah oh, my back sore yoga back youtube dude it actually works though yeah it's really good they have like these like little like uh, brock told me um my guy, guy that works with me, Tickle, you know Brock Tickle. Yeah. Yeah. And Brock, he has like all these little ones. But there's this one the other day that he was showing me and it was like a warm up thing. And you literally like slap yourself. Like <laughs> you're like warm up your muscles by like slapping your muscles. It's kind of funny and you probably look really weird doing it. But I don't know if it's like placebo effect or whatever, but I felt like it worked pretty well. So I was like, man, sick. That'd be a cool people job. Are, people are going to see me like slapper. Yeah. People are going to slapper. They're going to see me like in the getting warmed up for races, just like. Slapper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you do it like close on, close off? Well, I do my rower with no shirt on, so then I'm just like <laughs> flexing um, a little bit, you know. So like you were kind of talking about the mono thing, and now with COVID, is there like all these protocols? Are you guys having to take tests to race? Yeah. Are they so, trying to like yeah, make that a thing? It's kind of crazy. So I I got COVID last year right before the season started, and I was like, it ruined me for a little bit, and then um. So now you have to do COVID tests if you don't have the vaccine. Mm -hmm. And if you have the vaccine, you could get But they're a not card. mandating the vaccine for races. They aren't, yeah. but stadiums might at some point. Like, Just you know, like, you what are. is it? Sophie Stadium? Yeah, yeah, that's LA County. But, yeah. Like, are they going to do a race at SoFi? No, no, no. But I'm saying like stadiums like that. And in California, oh. it's really tough. Like Raider Stadium, you can't. So like it's, uh, uh, I can tell you right now, it's New York. So New York, Brooklyn, that was the whole thing with Kyrie. Yeah. Kyrie didn't want to do it. So yeah. that's he just didn't participate. Yeah. Um in the season. Just yeah. left a fucking I don't know, twenty million, thirty one. Crazy. A lot of money. Dude, same uh, with like Cam Newton. Cam yeah. Newton ended his career basically, I feel, right? Yeah. Like he didn't want to get the vaccine and stuff like that. And then and then uh San Francisco, like the city county, and then LA County are all mandate. Yeah. Which is crazy because then like you could play you could um play for the Sacramento Kings and they're in a county, but to come into LA you don't have to be vaccinated. But if you're from there, you have to be. The rules are it's they're ever crazy. changing. Yeah, we yeah, live they're in crazy. A so like 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 I think don't quote me on this, but I think in Supercross right now, like you can have you get the vaccine, all right? But if you get COVID, you could still like keep racing. <laughs> like that's what, yeah, something like that, something weird. Or if you're around someone that has COVID, it doesn't matter. But if you don't have the vaccine and you're around someone that has COVID, you can't race for 10 days, even though you don't have it. Yep. So it's like, it's just so restricted now. So it's it's kind of like tough. Like I'm not like an anti-vaxxer and I'm not, I, I do just, I say just do whatever you want to do. But it's, those are rules that I guess are going to have to be followed for us now. Yeah. yeah. What's your, um, where's your favorite track to race at? Dude, to be honest, if you're talking like Supercross, it'd be more like some of my favorite cities. Okay. Um, dude, to be honest, we used to race in MetLife. I really like New York. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think New York, New York, it's cool. It's right over the right over the water and and that's a cool one. We don't race there this year, but they switch. It's like Foxborough one year, MetLife the other year. Yeah. So, so that's a cool one. Um, and then I'm trying to think, There's a, there's a couple couple of decent cool ones but i'd say new york's probably my favorite yeah. and plus like in the off season when i lived in florida if i had an off weekend or something i would just take get a quick flight to new york and go check it out for the weekend i have a couple friends that live in in the city which is really cool and i, yeah. I think it's cool up there yeah do they do races in canada but used to have toronto yeah and they used to do montreal back in the day yeah yeah but it, but I love the Canadian races. I think Canada's cool. Canada's awesome. Yeah. What's what's a weird fry thing they eat with like the gravy? Oh, poutine. Uh, poutine. poutine. Yeah. Poutine. I'm actually gonna do a party this winter. It's yeah. gonna be a poutine party. Yeah. And I'm gonna do my own curds and gravy and bring in like some duck fat. And I've yeah. Been, I've been planning it for like weeks. Cool to hear you say yeah. that. Yeah. Because I know I'm onto something now. And then they mm. have the Caesars. And you know what they oh, have? Oh yeah, they have the Bloody Marys. They yeah. call them Caesars there. Mm -hmm. Those are. 
Dude, Fuego. Bloody Marys now, that's like a whole charcuterie board on top of your Bloody yeah. Marys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a meal. Yeah. You don't even have to buy food. Nah, nah. Yeah, you're just yeah. getting on I've veggies. seen mini cheeseburger sticks. Yeah. I had a chicken wing one last chicken weekend. Chicken wing one. Chicken wing. On your, yeah. on your Bloody Mary. Yeah, it came with a chicken wing. It was pretty Fried? good. Fried? It wasn't like a hot, hot that's wing. That's what I was going to say. It was, like, was gonna... still... I could have enjoyed it a little hotter, yeah. but it's kind of weird to have like a hot wing yeah. on top of ice. I know it is, but I love I love chicken wings. Though. I would take it however they give it. So um, going back to some of these stadiums, where's like the craziest fan interactions in the stadiums? Is there like anywhere um, where it's just like? Okay, to be honest, I think Atlanta Supercross is probably one of the biggest ones for us. Cool. And I think that Southeast area is big for dirt bikes, you know? So I think that one, and then obviously Anaheim, Anaheim one is always big, you know? Yeah, I feel like Anaheim one is almost like your Super Bowl. Yes. So it's like, there's so much buildup for it, right? It's the, it's the best race of the year. Yeah. It really is. Um, Anaheim one is probably one of the coolest ones, but it's, it's very much so industry related, you know, a lot of the stuff at Anaheim one. And, but that's what sucks is last year we had to do it like in Texas and we had to do it in Indy and stuff like that. But like Anaheim's for the culture, dude, like it really is. So it sucks that we haven't been able to be there. And that's another thing, like our last rounds in Salt Lake and dude, I think Salt Lake's cool. Love yeah. Salt Lake, but dude, Vegas has to end the series, you know, like yeah. that, that's like, dude, that's, that's it. Like, and now like you end at Salt Lake and everyone's like, do we stay in Salt Lake and party or do we go to like Las Vegas, you know? So I don't know. I wish it ended in Vegas. Yeah. I mean, change is always tough, right? Yeah. It's like because Vegas was that. You guys would end. You guys would do your big charity things there. And Mm -hmm. Vegas is just Vegas. Yeah. To win in Vegas is like to, you know. Yeah. And to get to go to Vegas with like a group of friends or peers turns that place into like a real freaking Like if you just go there on a normal weekend, it's kind of not as cool. It's weird. It is weird. You're like, okay, I'm just a tourist. Yeah. But like when you go there with your friends, it turns into a shit show, but probably like the most fun shit show you're part of, you know? Oh, yeah. I just had a huge weekend in Vegas. I love it. (laughs) Yeah, that's what he said to me as soon as I came in. He goes, I was in Vegas. It's like, cool, man. Man, it was cool. We just sponsored Sean O'Malley. So like he's on fire right now. He He wins all day. We have Bruce Buffer in the nightclub, like introing him. It was just like, this is a movie. Yes. (laughs) Last time I was in Vegas, I got up into this club and I saw Kid Rock. See, I didn't get to meet him, but I was like, what? Like, it was pretty cool. Dude, Kid Rock's such a G. He's a G. When I was younger, uh, my grandpa used to take me to all the races and stuff like that. And we would have like the CDs and we would just listen to Kid Rock CDs. Yeah. Like when I was like eight. With your grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. He loves Kid Rock. He loves Kid Rock. Yeah. He's one bad motherfucker. Oh, yeah, he is. So uh, we like finish these things off. Danny has this like lightning round. Okay. Dude, I had to do this thing the other day where you had to like name like three things. It was like a like a card game or whatever. And dude, it's so hard to name stuff off the rip. Yeah, these aren't that bad. And if you don't answer, usually we help you and finish it for you. Yeah. Okay. Okay, this one should be this one actually could be your hardest one. Favorite New Mexican comfort meal. Oh, favorite New Mexican comfort meal would have to be Blake's Lotterburger. Okay, also I know you someone burger. From, oh, it's so good. I like, thought he was gonna say burrito. But okay, so the big it's thing. Like a, it's a burger, but the, you have like this local chili that we yep. put on top of it, and it's a green, hatch green chili. That's what I was going to ask because I yeah, know so someone from New Mexico, and if you're from there, you're either like red chili or green chili person. Or Christmas. What's Christmas? Both of them. Ah. That's like, so that's that's, like that's, a, that's a New Mexico question. Like, that's like yeah. on their thing. Like, what? Yeah. And what are you? Uh, I do. I, I run both, but on a burger, I'll run green chili. But like green my family, they'll they'll get like 250 pounds of green chili during green chili season and use it throughout the year. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, if you could have a dream race with any other motocrosser from any time, just the two of you, Showdown, Supercross, who would it be? Oh, showdown, Supercross. Uh, there's so many good ones. But if I was to pick one, you pick two or three. Okay, I would have to do, to be honest, one of my coolest coolest eras is just like me being younger and I liked a lot of these guys, but like, and honestly, I would say they're more friends too, but I loved like the Hill era when Josh was racing, um, J-Law and uh, dude, probably Haney too. Doug J-Lo is his favorite Dude, those are like our my three yeah. favorite motocross riders. <laughs> I was going to say I they're, would, they're yeah. our friends. I, I mean, I would, I'm a little older, so I'd probably want to beat like McGrath or something. Yeah. But, but there's more flavor in that, that but one. But J-Lo, I, I, I would want to race J-Lo because I feel like he might kick me or something. 
Dude, honestly, his his like IQ of racing is really high. Like he's such a sneaky little dude, you right. know. But yeah, and to be honest, like I gotta say, like Hanny and like and Hill, like they're honestly really close friends of mine. So yeah, and I but I was a fan of them. Like when I was younger, Josh used to date this girl from New Mexico, and it was my best friend's sister. And dude, I was like twelve years old, and dude, he was making good money then and he'd rent a tractor and me and him would just be building pit bike jumps and stuff like yeah, that in new sick. mexico so yeah it was fun uh scariest race situation you've had so far oh they had donations in italy uh i won but i had broken my foot the day before so i had to do another moto but i got a cortisone shot so i couldn't feel it. and i was like i rolled the finish line and that you had to do an interview after but i literally needed to get back to the emt well i rolled the finish line and i got landed on and got knocked out and broke my shoulder blade and i woke up and my mechanic was like looking right over me and i was like she was trying to talk to me i'm like dude i can't hear you and i thought i was going deaf i was freaking out but i had my earplugs in because I raised the earplugs. And he was like, bro, your earplugs are in. But I was just like, I was like, at the, at the time, I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. Like, I can't hear shit. But my earplugs were in. <laughs> but um, when you get knocked out, you don't know, you yeah. know? All right, outside of, you know, sports and competitiveness, if you could go, on, go to Hawaii with any monster athlete and just have a good time, besides me and Dingo, who would it be? It would probably, I don't know. Man, I would honestly try to pick someone local that probably surfs in Hawaii that like kind of knows the landscape a little bit. But I don't know anyone that surfs for maybe Makua. Wait, uh, John John doesn't ride for Monster anymore. No, he left. Yeah, I'll accept him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite piece of uh, Team Fried merch? Ooh, that you guys my favorite ever made. Piece. We have like this little like world domination one. It's like a green sweater, but I like I like green. You know, so not not just saying that, just to, like to mm -hmm. try. Yeah, it, right. But it's a <laughs> it's my favorite hoodie right now. Okay, uh, and who is your favorite team fried member? Dude, that's that's tough because they're my two roommates. I don't know if I I can't okay. answer I can't answer that one. All right, well, why don't you just say both of them then? Both of them. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, that's all the questions I have for you. Besides, when is my um, team fried merch gonna show up? Because I just ordered that months. today. We gotta go pack it. Where's it going to? It's going to Colorado. Where we're at in Colorado? Um, it's going to Vale area. You live in okay. Vale, Danny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Vale. Vale. <laughs> nice. Vale. All right. Yeah, we'll try and get it there. Okay. And are you guys, oh, one more question. Are you guys doing any, <laughs> are you sponsoring any snowboarders for Team Fried? <laughs> budget budget is low right now, but we could work on a, I don't know. You guys could do a, a collab deal. So he has a beanie company called Dover. You guys could do a Dover Team Fried That would be sick. Yeah, yeah, dude. I'm totally down. Because to he's yeah. on the same shit. He sews them all, makes them all, and yeah. ships them. And people like want it to grow bigger. And he's like, I don't really, I just yeah, want to make so it funny. myself. Dude. I got like people who want to distribute it in other countries. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yo, man, like literally like. Dude, that's how we are like dude people come at us but we're like we just want to do the fun shit yeah. yeah you know you're like have you ever tried to ship international man it's complicated it is dude it really is yeah i just kind of send it out as a gift yeah <laughs> and then i write like a super like heartfelt yeah. note so in yeah. case they open it it looks like i know them. Yeah. like hey jonathan <laughs> yeah so awesome happy holidays here's an extra one for your grandma <laughs> right on that's funny well dude fucking you're awesome. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. And uh, welcome to Monster Energy, dude. Yep. Unleashed with the Dingo and Danny. Fueled by Monster Energy.